Welcome to this post-game media edition of Talking Hoosier Baseball. Today is Wednesday, May 10th, 2023. This afternoon, Indiana traveled to Xavier in an RPI Quad 1 matchup against the Musketeers. Brock Tibbetts paced the Hoosiers with a pair of two-run bombs in his first two at-bats. Pitching performances by Ty Bothwell, Connor Foley, and Braden Reisdorf allowed the Hoosiers to hold on for an 8-6 victory. After the game, the media met with Reisdorf, head coach Jeff Mercer, and Tibbetts. Uh, you've gotten pretty uh, pretty used to these late-inning situations the last few games. Uh, can you just talk about what it feels like and what uh, what you've been able to do in these in these final innings? Right, so it's definitely the most adrenaline moment when it comes to pitching. I mean, starting's fun, but I'm kind of getting used to this closing role, and I mean, I enjoy it. It's definitely fun. This is a high... This is high leverage situation they're using now on weekdays. Is that how much did you guys want this game? Knowing they used you, they used Foley, they used a couple arms. How much did you want this game relative to other weekday games, even though you want to win them all, knowing the RPI opportunity? I mean, every win's, I mean, just as important, in my opinion. I mean, we're going to go out there and we're, we're not trying to lose. We're going to go out there and give them our best stuff. And it just depends how much we need of it. But today we got the win, and that's what matters. Um, this park has smaller dimensions than the board. Does that really affect uh, how the pitching staff was pitching today? Nah. I mean, I think we're just going out there and attacking with our best stuff no matter what. So just a couple ones, they get over. You're going to give up bonds here and there, just like me last week and stuff. It just happens. part of baseball. How did you feel coming in today, given that you were used quite a bit over the weekend? feel good. I mean, I've been recovering well, drinking a lot of water, feeling better every day. So didn't bother me at all. How do you feel you would shape up then for this weekend? Ready to go. Ready to get back after it. Were you expecting to come in today? Was that a conversation that kind of started before the game, or was it kind of an unknown? Yeah, so I, I mean, I knew that I'd probably be a late-inning guy coming into this game because it's a big win, so I knew I was that was going to be my role coming in today. So. Um, just kind of after that Northwestern series looking back, what was kind of like the uh, energy and kind of atmosphere amongst the team once you guys uh, swept? Same as any series, you know, we're hyped up. Any, any sweep, no matter who you're playing, is a big series. So we're definitely hyped up trying to – Get as many wins we can. Coming away with three is definitely the best thing we can do. Connor was really good today. Yeah. Just kind of curious on what that pause was. I think it was before his first uh, inning of work. There was just that kind of pause at the umpire. When I walked out there with him. Yeah. He was just kind of like wiggling his arm. And he's a big, strong kid. But anytime someone that talented is kind of just waving their arm, I just I asked for just a. Um, like a medical timeout with the trainer to make sure that he was okay. And, and he, he, I went out there and was going to wait for the umpire to come out and you know, give him four or five more and just make sure he was warm. And he kind of came in, he, he came in as soon as I walked out. And so I just want to make sure one, he was healthy and two, like he, he felt okay. If, if, if we rushed him or whatever it was. So we talked about between the, between innings, like, Hey, like we will never, we'll never rush you. If you're not ready, you just, you just got to, I need five more, like no problem. He's going to be a huge part this year and moving forward. He's going to play baseball for a long time. So we just got to make sure that you know, he knows he takes as long as he needs and I want to make sure he's healthy. We got it all ironed out. But, you know, he's just such a good kid and he's so competitive and he wants to go. And, you know, just with young guys, just got to make sure they understand the tempo and the pace of, you know, of, of when you're coming in, only, only when you're ready. So, you know, you get to where – Hey, I'm 10 away, I'm five away, and, and then I'm, you know, slow walk, I'm ready. And so I kind of thought he was ready. Not that he wasn't, but I just wanted to, just to double check and make sure. And if we needed to go to somebody else, we needed to know that right away. And 
it's a it was it's a huge game. Right? I understand that. All the boys understand that. But it's there's no game that's bigger than than the kid's career. So we just had to make sure he was healthy. He was fine. Felt good. Went back out and was was his normal self and everything was fine. But yeah, just to double check everything. What's the life on his fastball? Is it as simple as it just comes in at 95 mile per hour, or what what makes it so tough to hit? So it's like a it's like a 20 and 20 and four, 20 and six. You know, so it's got ton of vertical action so it's like a true four seam and I can remember in the fall when some of the and he was you know he was a freshman in the fall typically where I had a tough time throwing strikes and it was like anywhere from 88 to 98 and you didn't really know which one it was going to be and all that stuff and and the hitters would, would be frustrated when you know they popped it up or missed it and I remember I think it was Bobby and some of those guys I brought him over to the to the track man was in the dugout and I said it's 95 and a 20 and six like it's a, it's a it's a unicorn. It's a really unique fastball. I mean, it's it just is it's just a good one. So don't don't look at it like um, you're just missing. You're not on time. Like there there's a unique property to it. So yeah, it's has has a bunch of life to it, and it really rides the zone. And I think is over the top slot makes it really unique as well. Where it's really like it's got uh, it's got a real down angle in the velocity in, in the lift to it. So it's a uh, it's a it's a obviously a, t- a tough pitch and. He has done a good enough job of being able to mix in, you know, a little cutter here and there, and a change up here and there, to show enough to make you think, hey, it might be something else. And then it really jumps. And you know, I hope we play for another six weeks, you know. But there's going to be a time where he gets to really work on that other stuff with Coach Clint, and then you'll see another huge jump for him. He's been his. We've really gone as he's gone, as Reisdorf has gone, and those guys have given us like a real bullpen and, and it's really helped us to to, to solidify games uh, either and you guys know me like I, I like to have a fireman like don't don't save guys to the end if, if the fifth inning is the most important inning we have to win the fifth inning because if you give up five in the fifth it just doesn't matter you lose the game so it's been nice to have a couple different guys where you can go to a fireman in the fifth essentially a closer in the fifth and then you have Reisdorf on the back end and you know we're trying really hard to you know, be smart with those guys and, you know, two, one here, two there, two days off and, and, and try to give them as, as much time as we can. Um, but also understanding that the time of the year that we're in, like, we also have to balance that out. Do you Bo- I'll go ahead, Nelly. As Bothell had been struggling, but not only that, he hadn't pitched in a while. What was kind of different about him today? Got you really good start three innings, one around. Yeah, he was awesome. Um, Coach Glant, you know, probably about three or four weeks ago, um, gave him uh, – if you notice, he was throwing his fastball from two different slots. And and we thought if we could get him something that he was confident in, just being able to to, to just get it get in the zone, right? Compete in the zone. Um, essentially, your fastball becomes two separate pitches, and now you're two-pitch guy. So if you notice, he was from the side and over the top. And so he was, you know, 85, 87 from the side, 90, 91 over the top. And, and I think just the variety of it, there's enough life on his fastball over the top, was able to just – beat enough barrels to get us three innings and and, uh, and and he's been working his tail off at it and coach Glenn's been working with him every day you know whether it's uh, you know working with different pitches or working with you know different velo you know ranges do we need to be 92 to 96 do we need to be 88 to 90? what do we need to do to be in the to be able to go out there and compete he's one of if not the most talented pitcher on our staff and he's a great kid he's worked so hard and he wants to do it he wants to do well and and then probably three or four weeks ago we started dabbling with from different slots, just something that he could feel confident with, um, and then he started having some, some success with it in the midweek stuff. And then it was he's had two or three outings in a row now where he was really good, and a bunch of strikes. And you know you're looking for hitters' feedback, 
you know, how do you, do you like it? Is it hard to hit? And all the guys, I mean, it's, it's really, really tough. So we thought if he could give us two to four today, that would really set us up knowing we have, you know, Foley and Reisdorf and then kind of fill in between them. And it, and it, it, it worked, I mean, best case scenario, right? Best case scenario, he goes in, he fills it up, does a really good job, gives us a start. And, and especially with the lefty start two times through, then you can go to the righties and, 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 and really give them a different look. We did a really good job mixing, giving different looks, knowing that we're going to be, I mean, we're going to be a little bit short, right? As everybody is on midweek, but we knew we were going to be a little bit short. How do we just manage and, uh, and try to keep them under, you know, seven or eight? Give yourself a chance to win the game and, and keep them in that, like, that six or less range. And, uh, and, and Coach Glant did a, a masterful job. He did an awesome job. Um, you know, we had the, the leadoff walk. Uh, there in that three run inning leadoff walk, the, the chopper on the third baseline, and you know Gabe, Gabe did a good job. Gabe did his job. He came in and got three quick outs. It's going to be tough. He's you know going to the cutter a ton, and and so the second time, the second inning, it's going to be a little bit harder to trick guys. But we're trying to to not use Reisdorf until we absolutely had to. So he, he worked out. It worked out really well. Just couldn't be happier for Ty. And to see him laughing and smiling and engaged was was uh, that was the that was the big win for the day for me. Do you feel this is the ultimate end justifies the means? You obviously canceled Southern Indiana. I think you would have lost 15 to 20 points just by taking the field. You're going to gain 30 today. So that's like a 45 to 50 point RPI difference. And it puts you in a much better position for the tournament. Mm -hmm. So you won, but do you think this now more than ever, the end justifies the means of switching that game out now to give your team a more competitive game? It's going to give them a much better shot at in that large bit. Yeah, yeah, it is. And, and, and again, they, they didn't do anything wrong. And, and, and but you have a responsibility as a coach to, to to put the guys in the best position to be successful. And, and Xavier wanted the same thing. You know, Xavier wants the same thing. They have a really good team. They're top 50 RPI. They're right there on the bubble. And, and so they, they want to play against good teams. Billy's a great coach and he's always ready to strap it on and play anybody. And so, yeah, it, it um, you know, it worked out best case scenario for, for us. And, you know, I obviously I, I had some help along the way looking at the numbers and I, I appreciate the, the help behind the scenes to, to, to manage all those things. But no, it was, uh, it was, it worked out well for us today. We're really fortunate. Take one more. Uh, with, with Bothwell, he was kind of locking his feet before he came set. What was sort of the goal of that implementation? Just to give him some rhythm. You know, so much of so much of what you do in the batter's box and so much you in the mound is just rhythm and comfortability and, and you know, body in motion tends to stay in motion, right? And so if, if he has a little bit of rhythm, a little bit of movement, it keeps him to, from being static and, and straight, and he just feels better underway, as a lot of guys do. He's a hyper mobile, almost too mobile at times. And so he can get into positions that most guys can't get to. And so he has to feel that stretch. Well, when he's stagnant, sometimes his front side will leak and he'll leave his arm behind and he misses up an arm side. So giving him a little bit of rhythm to keep him in motion, get that good stretch, and then allow his body to work in conjunction with his arm. And so you see the same thing with, with hitters. And you'll see the guys, you know, we have a couple guys that are working through adjustments right now. Josh Pine's working through an adjustment. Like really good early, got a little bit on his backside late. Again, hyper, hyper mobile kid. And so he needs a little bit of rhythm. He's got to be in a good position to stretch and, and create that to work and then create some flat bat. So, um, yeah, just just um, figuring out a way to keep his body uh, in sync with each other with his arm. Is it tough to not get large eyes when you see a smaller ballpark like this? Definitely. I mean, you definitely look at the dimensions and kind of see that. But, I mean, at the end of the day, the baseball still flies the same. And, you know, it's about again, staying with what you do and not trying to do too much with a shorter pass. Did it change any, kind of in the same thing, did it change anything? The two of the home runs that were hit, not yours, were a little shorter and may or may not have been out of other parks. Yours were onto the street, so 
you, yours would have been out of anywhere. So, what did it, did it matter to you that the park bench was short, or, or do you, do you know that it was just you know? Uh, not really. It was. Way. I mean, again, just kind of sticking with what I do, and you know, putting the barrel on the ball and seeing what happens from there. Uh, it's always great having Foley up on the mound. You know, he's a he's a competitor. You know, obviously he throws hard. And he's going to fill up the zone. You know, it's great having a guy like that up on the mound who's just going to attack the zone and kind of throw his best stuff in there every time. You know, it's a different perspective here in the infield. He's in the outfield with Bobby out here on this play. What was going through your mind when he was down on the ground? Uh, I mean, just hoping that he was all right. I mean, he was he's a tough guy, football player, wrestler in high school. So we all know we all know he's tough. He's made several plays like that where you know he collides into the wall from this year and last year so uh, I knew he was gonna be all right but just kind of seeing him get up and you know he's a great outfielder for us and he's made a lot of great plays and he's always willing to put his body on the line to you know get the out. You haven't hit a home this field is short and obviously you really mashed it today were you seeing the ball well because you haven't hit a home run in several weeks but you hit the two today that were really long were you seeing the ball better today than you have in the past? Uh, I've been seeing the ball pretty well I feel like for the last few weeks uh, and you know, home runs aren't something you can just chase. It's something that happens. So, I mean, it's just sticking with my approach and kind of sticking with what I do with the plate. They were both pulls, so were, were the off-speed pitches? Uh, one, one was a fastball, one was an off-speed. Next up for the Hoosiers is Rivalry Week. Friday, 6 p.m., the Purdue Boilermakers come to Bart Kaufman Field. Uh, Talking Hoosier Baseball will have one more discussion with Coach Mercer, a media availability event that will take place on Thursday, May 11th. But on Friday, May 12th at 6 p.m., we will see you at the BART.